Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. Former Zimbabweans make up a significant part of today's South African population. Many of us have Zimbabwean colleagues, employees and friends who are here on a temporary visa. However, new regulations have been introduced to make it easier for them to extend their stay. Julian Pockroy is a senior attorney specializing in immigration and specialist law. He's a um, Much of his work is concerned with helping skilled migrants from around the world to come to this country. In the past few months, he has been inundated with calls from members of our community trying to understand the current dispensation. Julian, welcome and thank you for joining me. Hi, and um, thank you for having me on your show. Um, Julian, I was just talking to Peter Vertheim about South Africans moving to Oz. You work with South Africans moving in the opposite direction. Uh, just that before, is indeed correct. Uh, just before we go on to the Zimbabwean laws, is there any kind of comment you'd like to make in terms of people coming back um, to our shores? Um, Charisse, that is an interesting um, uh, uh, a bit of information when we were speaking. Um, you know, the, the buzzword at this stage is uh, let's emigrate. Um, emigrate at the end of the day is a very, very big word. It's not a small word. And it's, it's a rather traumatic experience in, in one's life to uproot from your comfort zone, your family, your support systems, your shul, and, and to move off to another uh, country that you may have perhaps spent a holiday in. And the reality is that whilst there are success stories of people who have emigrated, an interesting phenomenon that has occurred, I would say, over the last 10 to 15 years is the amount of South Africans who, in fact, emigrated and have come back. Um, economic reasons, very often, the world economy is being uh, topsy-turvy. Uh, sometimes people just simply didn't adapt into their new environment. And where I became involved in this is because of my involvement in citizenship law. Uh, and in fact, I did a segment on HIFM about this some time back, is that when you take up citizenship of another country, uh, and presumably you were born in South Africa, and you didn't apply first to uh, retain your South African citizenship status, which is a formal application that we can help with, then you automatically lose your South African citizenship status, and in fact, you wouldn't even know about it. Mm. You have no obligation to disclose it, and uh, the first time you'd probably find out about it is when you went to apply for a, a new passport. You would be compelled to answer the question on page two of the form, which says, have you ever acquired the citizenship or passport in another country? You'd have to disclose it. And if it was post-October 1995 when the Citizenship Act came into operation, and you didn't apply for retention, then you automatically lost your citizenship status. And that becomes a bit of a problem because the system of the Department of Home Affairs records you as a South African citizen and it places a requirement in the Act uh, for you to travel in and out of South Africa on your South African passport. And if you don't have one and you arrive and you say, Hi, my name's Cherise, this is my date of birth or ID number, they will check on the system. Um, this is a hypothetical series, by the way. Um, they would see you as a South African citizen, and if you were entering on another passport, it becomes an offense. Hmm. And this is where it suddenly struck me that uh, the amount was increasing of people returning to these shores. 
And it goes back to the grass is perhaps not always greener on the other side. And it was in that context that I mentioned this to you. And we're having a lot of people that are in this dilemma where they've lost their status. You can restore it if you're coming back. It's again a formal application, but something can be done about it. And a person who is born in South Africa, even when they leave their South African citizenship status, remain entitled to permanent residence. So they can return. It's not that they can't return. And that's in a nutshell Hmm. what the situation is. Okay, so as you say, I mean, it's almost worthy of a show uh, of its own. But, Julian, the reason we are talking, to, or the topic we're talking today, are visa regulations for Zimbabweans. Can you just give me a little bit of background to this? Yes, uh, look, it's a known fact, firstly. I think it's important for me to say that South Africa has very porous borders, and those borders aren't patrolled. So to get across our borders from our neighboring countries is a simple question that unless you have a boat, uh, you can walk through a river perhaps, but um, it's easy to get across our borders. And that has resulted in an enormous number of uh, undocumented migrants is probably the best descriptive word Mm. coming across our borders and then becoming technically a burden on our social security our health provision networks, our education system, and so forth. Numbers are impossible to get. Mm. But uh, one of the facts of the matter is that an enormous amount of Zimbabweans crossed into our country. And an enormous amount of them uh, came across undocumented. And these people very often are in dire straits. They were facing a strain on uh, on the social services that I was mentioning and health mm. services, and something had to be done about it. Many of them did not qualify and still do not qualify for mainstream visa of any kind. Many mm. of them are not skilled migrants. And if uh, research bodies like the Institute of Security Studies in a, in, in a research project that they did um, uh, came up with a figure which knocked my socks off, it was if I recall correctly, two and a half million to three million or more, to impossible to document actual numbers. Uh, the Minister of Home Affairs at the time, and this was um, uh, 2010, uh, just before the 2010 World Cup, decided that what had to be done was to bring those undocumented migrants into uh, into the system and document them. And the way that it was dealt with was to firstly, granting amnesty to any Zimbabwean national who was possessed of a valid Zimbabwean passport, was in the country before April 2010, and who could then apply and automatically be granted an amnesty. Hmm. In fact, for any document, the fact uh, that they were here illegally would be part of the amnesty, the other part was if they procured false documents Mm. and there were many, many unscrupulous agents around who were helping them to acquire documents that they did not know were proper in most instances. So step A was amnesty, B was to then allow them to apply what became known as the ZDP, Zimbabwe Dispensation Permit. 
And that permit would then allow them to remain in the country for the duration of that ZDP visa, allow them to work, reside, study, and live here for the duration of that visa. The disappointing part of this is that according to statistics, published statistics in the media, uh, it is estimated that in that first round, about 170,000 um, please don't quote me on this, but it was in that vicinity. Mm. People applied for and got the ZDP. Yeah, Julian, I'm going to just take you. Julian, to ju- run out in 2017. Julian, I'm going to actually interrupt you just with regard to the ZDP. Just, just very briefly, while we take a, a very short break. But after the break, if you can just, because um, we only have like a few minutes left, just explain. No, I'll, I'll be very concise. Okay, we'll just take a quick break. Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. And I'm talking to Julian Pockroy, who is an immigration specialist and senior attorney. Uh, sorry, Julian, I didn't mean to cut you off, but the Zimbabwean exemption project that's now come in, can you tell me exactly who it affects and how to apply? Okay, um, because of the time constraints, when that first ZDP, let's call it the first round, uh, was coming up for for a renewal. There was uncertainty as to how the minister would deal with it. Cut a long story short, uh, a second round of no amnesty, but and anyone who was on that ZDP was now entitled to apply from what we call a ZSP, a special, uh, a Zimbabwe special permit, which had a duration um, which expires on the 31st of December this year. So only ZDP holders could apply for a ZSP and, uh, and, and the bulk of them got it. But it didn't bring anyone new into the mix. 31st of December this year is going fast. Mm. Uh, and what happened was on the 8th of September only, after numerous queries from all sectors, the minister announced a new dispensation project, which is going to, which is called the ZEP, the Zimbabwe exemption permit. And only persons who qualified obviously for the ZDP and then subsequently the ZSP qualify to apply between the 15th of September this year and the 30th of November this year for an extended four-year special exemption permit. The big development that did take place because under the ZDP and ZSP you could not change your status to any other type of mainstream visa. This round the minister announced a further dispensation which said that if you are on a valid ZDP, sorry ZSP, the second uh, round, and you qualified for a mainstream visa, then you could apply from within the country for your mainstream visa a critical skills visa, relatives visa, spousal visa, it didn't matter which visa, but you qualified. Problem being that the 15th of September to the 30th of November is a very brief period mm. at the end of the day uh, in the life of a, a person preparing a visa. So, so, so Julian... Uh, that they have to move very far. So basically, we've got there's one more month left for anybody who wanting who is wanting to renew their visa. They have thirty days, pretty much. Correct. To either extend their ZSP or to apply for a mainstream visa. 
It's also a fact that none of these visas will be finalized by the 31st of December. It's highly unlikely. So the further part of the dispensation is that anyone who can provide proof that they have okay. lost an application simultaneously and, to, and provide a receipt proving that they've done it and paid the fee to the Department of Home Affairs will be able to travel post 31st December. Yeah. Hmm. Provided they carry their receipt with them. Sure. And our office can be of assistance if anyone... I was, I was just going to say, Julian, I'm so grateful that there are people like yourself who are, understand the laws and, and the implications of it. And, and of course, you know, Zimbabweans make up so much of South African life now that, you know, they're almost part of our country. They are part of our country. So, Julian, I'm going to ask you just to give me contact details should people want to explore this topic further. Certainly. What I suggest is that anyone wishing to contact me to find out more and we do an assessment at no cost, um, is to email us at inquiries, E-N-Q-U-I-R-I-E-S, at immigration, I mean, I-N-N-I-G-R-A-T-I-O-N, dot O-R-G, dot Z-A, and in the subject line, just put the word Zimbabwe, Z-E-P, or Zimbabwe exemption for a permit. And you'll, and you'll get back to uh, very quickly. Okay, Julian, if anybody didn't get those details, they're welcome to get it from me. Uh, thank you very much for, for telling us about it. It's an important topic. And as you say, time is short and it affects so many, so many of our friends, colleagues, etc. So thank you very much and for I joining. Thank you very much. It's been a great pleasure to be interviewed on, on your wonderful radio station. It's just a pity that we can't receive it in Pretoria, uh, <laughs> not on the radio waves anyway. Oh, Julian, that is such a Bad thing, hey? We'll have to try and extend yeah. the, the... We have heard about the internet and we do stream. <laughs> there are definite advantages to living in Pretoria. Julian, thank you so much for joining me. I wish you a Shabbat thank Shalom. You so much. And a Shabbat Shalom to you and, and enjoy the Shabbat project, everyone. Thank you very much. Thank you, Julian. That was Julian Pokro, who is a immigration lawyer and specialist and certainly someone you should be in touch with if you have any inf- uh, requ- request any information about the Zimbabwean exemption uh, visa.